0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the music biz weekly podcast i'm one of your two co-hosts michael branville and as always i'm joined by jay gilbert good How morning you know, good
1: afternoon
0: um where are you today are you i, are, I, I, are you I am back minneapolis? i'm back home nope nope oh I, you're back yeah I'm, I'm back i took a quick yeah, i guess three day I flew on sunday came back on tuesday trip back to minneapolis um buried my father at the Fort Snelling national cemetery for a military ceremony, which that's beautiful. You know, I think we've all seen pictures of military ceremonies and even videos to be there and be part of it as it takes place. My God, what a touching thing that, that the U S military does for every active service member, Uh, you know, there was, you know, flag presentations and Man, and taps cool. was played not not just a recording but somebody was in the back with a trumpet and um, amazing a gun salute and mm-hmm. flags marched in and marched out. It was incredible to see how the military.
1: That's trees. really cool. It
0: it you know it really it's touching because you yeah. see, you know part of me sitting back going. I didn't have to do any of this. Yeah, you know why? Why would you do?
1: It's just pure respect. For it's somebody. respect. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. He served, and this is the military showing that respect. And kudos to them yeah. for doing yeah. that.
0: Yeah. So you know, uh,
1: well, if, if, I'm if sorry you can, for your if, loss, but I'm so you, glad that you. you got to you know to do that, and uh, you got to experience that. And and you know. uh, it's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, it it was it was quite touching to to watch that. But now back home, of course, you know, later this month I'm sure you'll be doing family things for the holidays. I'll be heading yeah. to Florida as well, but uh, Yeah, yeah. We're 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 doubling up Couple episodes a week here, so hopefully we won't miss anything. Even if
1: we're yeah. off recording, <laughs> we've got some good conversations. Yeah, we've got up. some
0: good conversations, especially yeah. this week. So, oh my god! Before gosh. we get into this yeah. week's conversation, yeah. yeah, um, quick shout out to Hypebot and Bands in Town. Thank you for all your support, and of course to our sponsors. And as always, if you've got a service or a product, and you're looking to reach our audience. Feel free, reach out to myself or Jay, and we'd be happy to talk to you about a sponsorship. Um, Banzoogle.com, built by musicians, for musicians. Banzoogle's an all-in-one platform that makes it very easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need, for a professional website are already built in, including hosting any custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, their amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. We've got a great offer for our listeners head over to bandzoogle.com, register, try it for free for 30 days. And when you register, make sure you use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY and you'll get 15% off the first year of your subscription. And thank you to discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, and T-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. Head over to discmakers.com Place an order for 100 or more CDs, and when you check out, make sure you put in the promo code, freebiz, and you will save up to $150 in shipping costs.
1: So, Jay, what do we got ahead of us today? Yeah, what a great conversation today. We are honored uh, to have Blake Morgan uh, on the show today. He's he's a singer-songwriter, very talented uh, producer. He does a lot of things. Um, but what we kind of focus on today is his activism, really fighting for the rights of musicians. And, man, listen all the way through the end. Fantastic conversation about you know, parts of the business that you might not be aware of and how people are paid for their music or yeah. not paid.
0: I mean, here, let's let's just drop this little nugget that we will talk about. Sure. Did you know that artists are not paid when their music is pay, played on radio? Artists. In the US, songwriters, yeah. yes. Artists are in the U.S. If a radio station plays
1: your song, they get it for free. They don't have to pay you. Nope. Do you know that? In fact, they can generate ad revenue off of it and run a business uh, playing your music, and you don't make a penny as the artist.
0: Yep. So Blake talks about that and so much more. You got to listen to this. If you're a musician at any level, first time to multi-Grammy winning artist, this is something you should be caring about. So let it roll.
1: Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Today, we're joined by Blake Morgan, producer, activist fighting for the rights of musicians, and he's also a singer-songwriter. Check out down below or up above wherever you stream or play your music. Fantastic track. Blake, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to chat with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. I, I was so impressed. Um, I read this piece in Hypebot uh, called hashtag respect music. Uh, U.S. middle class musicians are worth fighting for. And uh, we've been talking about that quite a bit. And uh, I just wanted to get you on to talk about that and kind of the State of the Union with, you know, for a working musician today you know, how you generate revenue, you know, how you get paid. But let's talk a little bit about that, that piece that you wrote for Hypebot because you brought up something that a lot of people aren't aware of. And that is that in this country, anyway, the artists aren't getting
2: paid for radio airplay. Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, I can talk about it all. Uh, <laughs> a couple couple things right off the top. It was actually a piece I wrote for The Hill that right. Hypebot picked up. Right. So it was an editorial that was published in The Hill. And uh uh it's also it's not this is a it's a small distinction, but it's an important one. The the grassroots campaign that I started, um, which has turned into uh apparently the largest grassroots uh campaign in the history of American music, it's not hashtag respect music, it's hashtag i respect music. Ah, I and that's actually eye. really important. It is as the magic word, uh surprisingly. Isn't respect, and it's not even music. It's I, and the reason that that drove the campaign um, when I first launched it, and and ever since, is that I think a lot of these campaigns that you see in and in and out of music that are attempting to 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 create a grassroots uh, uh, reaction, they're very often things that tell you what to do. You know, uh, save the elephants, and by the way, we should save the elephants. Uh, you know, uh, respect music. And what I stumbled on, and it wasn't like a stroke of intelligence, it's, it's really just something I stumbled on, was I, I just, I didn't want to tell people what to do. I just want to tell people how I felt. And somehow that became an important mechanism, uh, emotionally, um, that allowed people to connect to what it was I was trying to talk about. So I'm actually glad you got it wrong. So I could explain that because I I don't, I don't always get (laughs) That was all planned. That was all planned. (laughs) Perfect. I wish. (laughs) Talk about grassroots. Um, So, but I respect music really means something different, which is like, you know, I'm just telling you how I feel. And, and maybe what I'm going to do about it, as opposed to here's what's wrong with what you're doing, or what anyone's doing. Um, It's the part of the it's the part of the catchphrase that you can't argue with. Maybe you don't think that music should be respected. Maybe you think musicians have it easy. Maybe I don't know why you would think those things. <laughs> but what you can't argue with is that I feel this way. And that it's an it's been an important thing. So, I'm glad to just be able to mention that. Uh, yeah. The piece that I wrote for The Hill. Uh, I've written s- several editorials over the years uh, in different publications about these issues. Um, the signature one for me has has always been uh, artists pay for radio airplay, which we're, I'm sure we're gonna we're gonna dig into. Um, but I'm I'm grateful that The Hill uh, published the editorial. Uh, many of these editorials have taken off in ways I couldn't have imagined. I'm always surprised that they do. Um, I'm not necessarily shocked, but I'm surprised. And and this one has really resonated with people. Um, uh, it's if 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 you get a piece on a, on a on a major platform like the Hill and you get a, a few hundred shares, it, it's really something else. But yeah. The the article has almost thirteen thousand shares now. Wow, that's um, amazing. I, I think, for you, and and the 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 article's title is uh, "American Middle Class Musicians Are Worth Fighting For." Um, and I think that part of the story of the piece, and frankly, what I end up talking about a lot is that middle class piece uh, that that we don't hear uh, often enough when it comes to um, when it comes to, to professional musical people, right? Uh, I, you know,
0: yeah, I, you know, I was I was gonna say uh, it. It feels like to me the the quote middle class musician and and it's the first time I've heard that term and it's a perfect term um, it, nobody pays attention everybody pays attention to that top one percent you know the the one the ones that are all over the media and money is flowing in and 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 everything else and as somebody who is a fan and works with musicians what I've seen is especially for for music fans they seem to think all musicians are that
2: one percent or or they think that uh you're playing in the subway it's really one or the other it's one or the other yeah there's no there's no middle middle. ground exactly um so there's there's adele and there's you're probably tending bar right Right, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with Tending Bar of course, on its own and nothing wrong with Tending Bar if it's helping you find a way to put your music out into the world. Also, nothing wrong with being really rich and really successful and being an, 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 an artist with an incredibly gigantic audience. Nothing wrong with any of that. It's just that there's a piece to that puzzle that isn't looked at, that isn't talked about. And it's, right. it's like any profession it's the vast majority of the people in the profession. Absolutely. So in the article, I, I explain that, you know, I, I I do 11 or 12 things in music. I'm a recording artist, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter, I'm a guitar player, piano player, bass player, recording engineer, mastering engineer, mix engineer, record producer, arranger, music director. I have an acclaimed, uh, I, I can claim an, an accl- uh, to have an, a, a, a successful and acclaimed uh, Career. I don't know if you can say claim and acclaimed in the same sense <laughs> sure you can <laughs> but um, but you know it, it'd be hard pressed to find someone who'd be who, who would refer to me as a star and right. that's the message I think that when I've been able to go to Capitol Hill and, and meet with members of Congress that's actually the part of this especially when it comes to talking about artists pay for radio airplay. That's the piece that actually raises eyebrows the most. And that's the story, That's one of the stories I tell in that, in that article I wrote for The Hill. I was meeting with a member of Congress about this issue. And I was explaining like, you know, I've, musicians are like other people and we have mortgages to pay and health insurance to pay. And this member of Congress uh, sat up in his chair and went, wow, you've got a mortgage. <laughs> and there was this awkward moment where I was like, uh, but very much to his credit, before I could kind of fill that awkward silence, he said, Listen, you know, forgive me for how naive that just sounded, but that's not something we hear up here very often. Right. And, right? Um, right. And uh, all we do, this was, these are his words, you know, saying, All we do here in Congress is trumpet the middle class. And here you sit with a mortgage today yeah. and a family and and health insurance, and, and yeah. you're simply well, asking for some basic it, care. Yeah. And yeah. that was an important moment, very much to his credit for having kind of tripped into it and then said, well, you know what, wait a second, this is actually really important. I, I give him a lot of credit for that. And it was yeah. a great moment because it felt like I had gotten through. And,
0: and, and, that, and, that's, and that moment illustrates what I think the vast majority of music consumers and fans are also thinking. They're, they don't stop and go, oh, wait a second. They've got bills right. to pay. You know, yeah, right. I for, think- for, for me, for me the, the, the big moment where that was a light bulb going, I realize that's how they're seeing it is, is many, many years ago when crowdfunding first became a thing. And there was that initial uproar of amongst fans of why am I crowdfunding a rock star? Just spend your own money. And I was just like, do you understand that the vast majority of these musicians aren't millionaires? They're not Absolutely. thousand years, ten hundred thousand years. You know, they, and, they're they struggling and course, like all of us.
2: Sure. And of course, no musician would prefer to crowdfund over being paid, be, over being paid fairly. Fairly. By billion dollar streaming services or by billion dollar broadcasters who've never paid artists A penny in the United States. It's shocking, but it's true. And some people still don't know that artists don't get paid for radio airplay here in the United States. We're the only democratic country in the world where artists don't get paid for radio airplay. What do you mean, Blake? Well, what I mean is um, Aretha Franklin never made one penny from respect being on the radio in the United States, not one penny. Songwriters get paid when their music when music is played on the radio songwriters get paid as they should not as much as they should right. but they do get paid artists do not so aretha did not write respect um otis redding wrote respect and so he gets paid uh again not as much as he should but he got to, he gets something aretha never got anything for that and th- there's something of an homage to that exact example exactly in, i respect music i mean that was yeah line, and that and
1: you know. and and you touched on this, and I think it's very important if you go to u k France or, or Germany, Italy,
2: Spain, wherever they do get paid of course, everywhere and, in the world, only Iran, North Korea, and china That's, that's really a list we want to be on folks right, and on I read that Korea, in your china in your piece. And the United States of America Come and, on.
1: and that was so surprising to me that well look i I have been in the business a long time, worked in the major label ecosystem, and I work with a lot of artists now and most of the artists that I work with are middle-class artists Mm -hmm. so I'm well aware of the fact that if you're a middle-class artist you're not going to make a lot of money from sales streams and downloads you're just not now there's some things that are we can talk about where they're trying to change some of those long-standing percentages and rules but for the most part The middle class, they make their money from touring, from merch, from sync, from experiences, from crowdfunding, from all sorts of other things than the music. And I read something the other day that was kind of shocking. They were talking about how these other companies, not to pick on any of them, but, you know, like a DSP, digital service provider, is making, there you go, they're making more money than the people who created the art.
2: Overwhelmingly. I mean, Daniel X personal fortune now is at $1.6 billion. Uh, 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 For an artist to make minimum wage on Spotify, you need 430,000 streams a month.
1: Well, I would only argue with that point that if that artist is the rights holder and they're getting you know, they're not getting just a percentage because the average record deal is between 15 to 25% of that pro rata that's paid, right? So,
2: if, if what? No, no, no. So, I'm talking about actually what artists get paid. This gets confused From all their the label time. or nope, from the DSP. Nope. I'm talking about from the DSP. That's DSPs exactly. don't
1: pay artists typically, they pay the rights holders. And sometimes pay
2: middle the, class artists typically, because well, middle class artists don't have major label deals. So, this right. is. is an this is an area that i think gets conflated a lot which is that the problem really isn't the dsps the problem is the evil labels well you know what i have plenty of problems Mm -hmm. with major labels and with record labels in general which is why i started my own label years ago where artists get hundred percent they own hundred percent of their masters right so there are unscrupulous labels out there and many of them are gigantic and artists get screwed all the time by them but one of the major differences is that Even the worst label out there on this particular front Mm -hmm. is still out there investing in artists, okay? Labels invest in artists' careers. Of course. Major labels invested $7 billion into artists' careers last year. You know how much Spotify invested in artists' careers last year? Zero, nothing. And they don't make anything. Spotify doesn't make anything. What they do, they distribute our music and the artist rate for streams on Spotify equals 430,000 streams a month to equal minimum wage. Then that minimum wage gets divided between if you've got a record deal on a major, for example, right. that to the label and you get a percentage of that. But you right. get a percentage of that in exchange for things like right. marketing and tour support. So that's the problem. Labels, one of the things that the DSPs have done, and this is absolutely what broadcast radio has done as well, is they've decided, oh, I know what we can do. We can demonize labels to get ourselves off the hook. Labels deserve demonization when they deserve demonization, for sure. Which is, again, why I started my own label. But At the same time, record labels are, in fact, always investing in artists' careers, and DSPs are not. So the the math is very simple, which is that if it takes 430,000 streams in order to make minimum wage for an artist, which will then get divvied up. By the way, that artist might be a band. There might be four people in that band. So now you've got four people dividing that for minimum wage this is an unsustainable model and as bad as all of that is broadcast radio which made 10 billion dollars selling advertising around our music last year alone pays artists 0 dollars right all of that music which by the way they're allowed to play without our permission and pay us nothing so as chairman nadler says you know Please find another place in our free market economy where this is the case, where someone's work can be taken or someone's efforts can be taken without permission and not paid for while being monetized gigantically by someone else. Yeah, no, that's a fair
1: point. I would just I would just point out just really quickly, Michael, I just want to answer one thing and there's look i agree with you 100 percent about labels i've worked for major labels my entire career they have broken a lot of artists with their hard work and with their marketing and their publicity and their online assets and things there's also the fact that most people don't realize that labels, even some of the most successful labels, you know, eight out of 10 things that they release don't ever recoup. And those hits kind of pay for that. So I do agree with you on that front, but I'd love to get your thoughts on just the split, right? Here, let's DSPs typically, you know, are, are paying out roughly, let's say, 30% of the revenue. Or they keep 30% of the revenue that they they take they, and to your point they're not creating anything they're just a, the pipes right, right yeah. um, in fact most of the DSPs don't even really compete with each other much on marketing they all have roughly the same 70 million tracks and roughly the same you know uh, kind of marketing for it where I think there are two areas that I'd love to get your opinion on one is, What do you think that split should look like, you know, from the DSP? And then the other side is putting radio aside just for a second, looking at just the songwriter, you know, they're getting screwed um, in this whole equation, too. You know, you look at, you know, the CRB, the copyright, uh, what is it, copyright or royalty board? And, you know, where they're, it's still in litigation, CRB3, but we're, we're looking at, you know, the publishers want to pay less, right? Um, Where I think most people within the industry think the publishers should be paying much more. So where do you, where do you see that pie being uh, moved around to make it more fair for the songwriters and the artists?
2: Songwriters are screwed over constantly. Um, uh, As are any subgroup we could find in music. And one of the things I try to explain to people is the songwriter, and and also this is another area where um, the opponents to musicians rights find a wedge. Okay, they try to pitch, they, they try to pit, excuse me, songwriters against artists. You know, people outside of our little community here in the music business world, Go ahead and try to explain that to a to a layperson, to a listener. Right. right. Okay? I won't say user because they're not users; they're listeners. Um, <laughs> but try to explain that. Well, but, but Blake, aren't you a songwriter? Yes. So, but you're an artist, right? Well, aren't songwriters artists? Of course, they are. Tuba players are artists. Painters are artists. Songwriters are. But the terminology in music is different. And so, what they try to do is they try to pit our subgroups against each other. So we're fighting amongst each other. Yeah. For, crumbs on the table instead of saying, wait a second, throw the crumbs away. We need a whole loaf of bread. In fact, the table should be ours because it's our music. That's the only thing on the table. Who would ever go to Spotify without music on it? Are people going to go there to stare at the green logo? Come on, man right and spotify's reaction to apple by the way always i find uh, constantly hilarious which is like well apple pays twice as much as we do because they you know they've got a they've got a different business model they make phones and laptops and my response to anyone at spotify i've ever talked to about that is so your problem with apple is that they have a business model that works better than yours <laughs> in our free market economy capitalistic and really so your problem is they have a better business model okay so my but to answer your question songwriters should pay more that doesn't mean paid artists paid, more. paid yeah. less to offset it and the vi- when artists get paid more that doesn't hurt songwriters this is ludicrous we all need to be grown-ups now i'm a songwriter when i get paid as an artist i'm not pissed okay when i'm an artist and i get play- paid as a guitar player session musicians should be paid more too i don't get pissed when i get a royalty as a record producer the songwriter in me isn't saying oh my god this is so on you know we should all be paid more We should stop. um, We should really start ignoring the narrative that we'd all be getting paid more in music if other musicians were paid less. That's not the problem. The problem is that um, broadcasters don't pay anything while making billions of dollars. The problem is Daniel Eck, who was a music pirate, everybody founded a more legal version of music piracy and is now a billionaire buying. Soccer teams and trying to get into virtual AI warfare. I mean, did that come out of my face just now for real. So I think it's really not um, unreasonable to ask that songwriters recording artists session musicians. Producers, recording engineers. Why don't we try to lift the bottom for everybody and understand that this entire industry, this entire part of our economy, exists because of the people who make the music that we all love, that we all um, that we all monetize. That really yep. should be the answer.
0: So, so Blake, I, my you know my question is, and and this is somewhat for me but for many of our listeners who who are new to all of this how especially in the radio broadcasting space how did we even get to a point where radio doesn't pay anything because your analogy just a a minute ago about they're trying to pit the artists the songwriters against each other fighting for the little crumbs while they're sitting back eating the whole pie, going, yeah, fight over your little crumbs, just don't come near my pie. How did we end up in a situation where these other groups, whether it's DSPs or radio broadcasters, are sitting back going, no, we don't have to pay. When the rest of the world is paying, how do they sit back and defend that this is the right way to do it?
2: Well, I'm going to answer your question practically, not morally, because the moral answer to your question is there's no answer. It's it's unforgivable and absurd. Um, but the reality is in in the United States, it's not that radio stopped paying artists for radio airplay. Radio never has paid. Never mm-hmm. did. In never. In 90 years, they never have. And And like a lot of things, you know, folks will get away with something as long as they can get away with it. Right. And the bottom line is they can get away with it. Congress made a mistake 90 years ago, didn't understand, I mean, nobody understood the impact that radio was going to make. The Congress did understand when digital radio really started to, uh, you know, uh, uh, arrive on the scene, which is why we have performance royalties at digital radio, meaning Sirius XM, Pandora, this right. kind of thing. Exchange. Um, they were like, wow. Right. So Oh, we made a mistake back then. We got to get this straight. And by the way, over the last ten years, there have been umpteen fights just to just to retain that royalty, or like like the Classics Act, which was part of MMA, which I fought really hard for, which is to get artists who recorded before February of nineteen seventy-two paid performance royalties. You know, I mean, like this is this is another area that they uh, they, they 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 distract us with important, but but tangential fights so that we never get to the central thing. The central thing is now actually first and foremost and on the table with the American Music Fairness Act, which is our new bill, which would ensure that artists get paid for radio play in this country for the first time. And let me just talk about that a little bit. because What broadcasters say is they say, well, you know what, we shouldn't have a new tax. Okay, so this is more political nonsense. It's not a tax. It's a wage doesn't come out of taxpayers, it comes out of broadcasters, right? How would it work? It would be a percentage of their overall revenue. Around the world, we find this rate to be somewhere between two and 6% of revenue, which might amount to like $500 million a year for music makers, which is a huge amount of money for us, but it's still only 5, 6, four, 5, 6% of their total revenue. Right. But Blake, this will also destroy small broadcasters. It'll destroy local radio. No, it won't, because any station that grosses less than a million dollars a year, their payment would be capped at $500 a year or $1.37 a day. If you're a radio station who can't pay $1.37 a day for all the music you're playing, you know what? You don't actually deserve to be in business. I'm sorry. Right. But what about public radio and college radio? In many cases, they wouldn't have to pay anything at all. So this is actually great for local radio, because it gives them a chance to be fertile, to have relationships with their artists, to do the right thing, and to grow. That but is people, so little money. Come on, $500. And a they're year.
1: getting ad revenue. And to your point earlier, this industry is generating tons of money. And what you just described, $500
2: a year? Come on, it's Please. ridiculous. And of course, what they say is, well, we shouldn't have to pay you. Like the music industry in the United States has always been the envy of the world. And you know what? We shouldn't have to pay you because you're getting exposure. But I can't pay my bills with exposure. And my, my little snarky joke is, you know, people die from exposure all the time, you know? And by the way, let <laughs> me write that be, down. You know, like I can't walk into Starbucks, buy a cup of coffee with their cup and say, thanks a lot and walk out the door. They would jump me. i'm giving you exposure when i walk out to the parking lot with a starbucks logo what's the problem right no it's laughable there's nowhere else in our economy where this would be tolerated so how have they gotten away with this because they have and they have they have billions of dollars so so let me ask you this blake you're absolutely right what can we do about it okay so the american music fairness act has arrived right and this is the most important uh, legislation Really, on this subject, uh, that we've ever had. It's a wonderfully written bill. It's bipartisan. Daryl Issa, Republican, Ted Deutsch, Democrat, have come together to do this. Uh, we have 27 co sponsors of the bill now in Congress, uh, Democrats and Republicans working together. What is going on? They're right. That's huge. Out. This issue is remarkably and refreshingly bipartisan. Um, uh, where And we live in a time where nothing seems to be, but it is. Yeah. Um, I think that there are Democrats who, are, who have not come around on this issue. There are Republicans who have not come around on this issue, but it's really wonderful to be able to talk to, to congressional members on either side of the aisle um, uh, who, who understand the issue. Um, so this, this piece of legislation would right this wrong. It would do so fairly. It would be a good thing for local radio. It would be a great thing for, for recording artists and not just recording artists. Speaking to your question before, what about songwriters? Well, it's good for songwriters if artists are making money on the music that they're making together. There's going to be more money for songwriters, okay? Yeah. There's yeah. going to be more money for guitar players and drummers and recording engineers and studios and carpenters who build studios and van drivers who drive artists. The idea that we Whole should- all ecosystem. Open... Yeah. Exactly. And this is at the center of that ecosystem, right? So the streaming battle is, a, is another battle that we have to fight. But the reason that I've always gone at this particular issue is it's the oldest- it's the in my in my view, it's the it's the oldest one of these hellacious infractions. It's the most egregious, and it's the easiest one to fix. And it's one that is overwhelmingly supported. We know this via polling. It's overwhelmingly supported by our listeners, right? So back in the days when piracy was first looming its ugly head, you know, there was an ugly period there where m- music makers and our own listeners. It felt like we were on opposite sides of the issue. Again, getting back to where we started, which is like, Blake, why should you get paid for the job you don't really have, you big rock star, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But overwhelmingly, listeners have come around on that issue too, by the way. But they overwhelmingly support artists pay for radio airplay because they're like, well, that's crazy. I've, I've listened to your music on the radio umpteen times. I never knew you don't even get paid. And right. they're making money on your music without your permission and they don't have to pay you. That's crazy. So it's overwhelmingly popular. And uh, there's an overwhelming amount of momentum for this bill now. So I'm really excited about it. And so I think we, should we, should our, things,
1: we should write our, we should write our Congress people.
2: You should. The easiest way to do that um, is go to irrespectmusic.org. Yep. And there's a petition right there that links to Sound Exchanges and Music First petition. It's a, yeah. it takes 20 seconds to do it and it's really important because you know petitions to uh, for lots of causes don't seem to really move the needle, but I've got a secret for you. Congressional petitions they do. They really notice especially when you put your zip code in and they realize, "Oh my god, you know, 31 people in my district care about this. That may not sound like a big number, but it is. They yeah. really listen. And One more time
1: with that website, Blake. What's the website again?
2: IRespectMusic.org, IRespectMusic.org. The petition is right there. It takes 20 seconds. It really, really moves the needle. It's it's how we're getting these co-sponsors to jump on the bill. Um, and also, so there's two things you can do. You can sign that petition. It's the easiest way to write your congressperson. Um, and the second thing is you can talk, you know, if you're in the music ecosystem, you can talk to other people about this issue. Because one of the things that we're up against is that really knowledgeable and really smart people still don't know that artists don't get paid for radio airplay. Right. It's just it, it's like the big, gigantic issue. It's the elephant in the room. Second time. Well,
1: one of the reasons I wanted to <laughs> talk to you today, Blake, is I I have a music industry newsletter called Your Morning Coffee. It goes out to about 15,000 yeah. artists, managers, labels. And when I ran the Hypebot piece, which was based on the Hill piece, yeah. um, I got so much feedback to what you just said. People were saying, wait a second, what? Right. We, they're, come on. They're, they're not That's... getting paid in the United States. Totally. And so it's one of those issues that it's been hiding in plain sight. Totally. And and I think the more that we get our listeners and readers to go
2: and petition, I think you're
1: absolutely right. That's the
2: only way change has ever come. Congressional leaders listen when people make them listen. They act when we make them act. And and big radio is counting on complacency. They're counting on another 90 years where, you know. They don't have to care about this. And by the way, just one quick thing about that. For anyone who might be thinking, well, who cares about radio anymore because we've got streaming? They made $10 billion off of our music. It's still an enormous, enormous, enormous part of the music ecosystem. And you know what? If it was one 100th that size. Doesn't matter. We should still get paid fairly for it. Agreed. It's about fairness.
0: Blake, you know, a lot of times what it comes down to is you know these these bills these these efforts are great intentions but then as we know in congress some incredible lobby comes in behind the scenes throws a lot of money and regardless of what the people on the street want the vote follows the money mm-hmm. is that a case here where the broadcasters have an incredible lobby behind them that are going to dump a lot of money Into making sure I don't want my radio stations to be paying anything, even if it is the right thing to do as a lobby, we are a bigger lobby than the musicians.
2: Sure, that's exactly right. Um, That's exactly what happens. The National Association of Broadcasters is is the is big radios lobbying organ, you know, uh, force, and uh, they have their own bill called the hilariously titled Local Radio Freedom Act. Which oh is not about anything local. It barely has anything to do with radio. It certainly isn't about freedom, and it's not an act. And what 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 they do, and they spend billions. Of, you know, so over there they've got billions of dollars, and over here I'm hand Solo with my laptop mm-hmm. making trouble, right? But that's that shows you how far we've gotten, you know. So when I say like you know almost thirteen thousand shares for my piece. Please understand, it's not me bragging about, no, No. what I'm I'm awestruck about is like, look at the traction, look at the damage I can do in a a righteous way, good trouble uh, damage. Look what I can do with my laptop. And they've got billions of dollars to spend. They really haven't gotten very far, you know? Um, The Local Radio Freedom Act is based around the idea that a lot of congressional members have a big radio station in their district. And yes, there's lobbying money there that puts pressure on doing the right thing. But courageously, just in the last couple of weeks, uh, a member of Congress has flipped and and gotten off of the local radio uh, nonsense act and joined the American Music Fairness Act because he was made to understand what the issue is about. And you know what, that takes a lot of courage. So, you know, people on the Hill aren't, aren't a different, kind of human being than the kinds of people who aren't on the hill they they're ignorant about a lot of these issues too they have a thousand issues they're dealing with every day national security all kinds of stuff sure. and this wafts on their desk yeah. through an aid they're explained the issue in 30 seconds and they move on and they think that they're doing the right thing but if we can educate the members of the hill also as to what's really going on here there's none of them that would say oh my god this is fair they know it's not fair, and I, I've I've met with a lot of congressional members. I really haven't met with anyone on this particular issue, who actually thinks artists shouldn't get paid. You know, even right. if even if they're afraid of the bill or there's lobbying money there, they're still going to be like, well, that would be great because it's yeah, and you know, so it's, it's the thing really to do. A of, <laughs> yeah, it's the thing to do. Um, it's, it's so it it's really um it's really just a question of 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 organizing out here and getting people to yeah. understand the issue and put pressure on leaders you know uh, uh, up on the hill yeah yeah I, you know I, one, I, one,
0: one, one of the things jay and i have always said and not just about this issue but everything in the music industry education educate yourself on how the business works yeah. how the money mm-hmm. flows or doesn't flow mm-hmm. you can't base your causes on what the New York Times or USA Today wrote in that fifteen-second
2: article, you've got to get in there. Read you your con- Read your contracts. You got to get in the game. And yeah. you know what? It's not daunting. It's exciting. You know, it is. Um, knowledge is power, as as cliche as that is, but informed musicians, um, are a powerful force. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be a musician in the first place requires a lot of education, even if you're a self-taught musician. You've had to sit around and learn all kinds of things you never thought you'd have to learn. And this is one of those things. When it comes to radio paying artists fairly, it's the simplest thing in the world. Every American should be paid fairly for their work. That's it.
0: Musicians used to be the instrument of change in this country. You know, they were the ones that were there fighting on the ground, rallying rallying their audience because they've got an audience they can rally and and it feels like over the decades that's become less and less and less it's like you know if i've made it to that top of the mountain as an artist i don't want to rock the boat and disrupt the income that that i'm making
2: i think you're right um as as a musician who is trying to foster some change and make good trouble um, I'm trying to hold up my part of it, but I can tell you hundreds of thousands of other musicians are doing that, too. But the economics of music makes the kind of, you know, uh, the kind of outspokenness that you're talking about more difficult. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's harder. It's, you know, in this environment, how would Nina Simone and John Lennon fare? You yeah. know, um, how would Bob Dylan fare? How, you know, but yeah. seriously, like, yeah. how, how can you be that person and making you know, how, how would Mississippi goddamn go over now? How would, you know, I, I hear imagine all the time and they take the line about God not existing out of the song. I keep hearing Lennon's uh, Merry Christmas. It's Christmas time. So I hear Christmas, you know, they take war is over out. How do you take that out of the song? You know? So when, when you have an anodyne uh, uh, economy for musicians, you wind up with musicians whose views become more anodyne as well Yes. and, and that's not good for anyone um right. musicians you know we're supposed to be bad 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 gals and bad guys we're supposed to be not guys but you know not not bad in that sense but we're supposed to be we're supposed yeah. to have a little badassery to us you know what i mean yeah. um we're supposed to be on the on the edge of change but it's always been what's on the fringe of music in popular music whether it's jazz or hip hop rock and roll a- anything it's always that fringe that has affected the mainstream and and changed it mm-hmm. uh, i see nirvana on your wall behind you you know they, think about the impact of that band and what it did to mainstream music from the edges yeah because of the economics of music we don't see that nearly as much cuz it's 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 virtually impossible to uh, to get into that mainstream flow with fringe style with fringe messaging. Um, Not fringe meaning wacko, but fringe meaning like, whoa, that's fresh and new. It's hard to get to the cool side of the pillow artistically through one's views and through one's music um, because of the way economics are are stacked up. And if artists, if middle-class artists were paid more fairly, then those rungs in the ladder... Um, from where I'm, where you start out to where you can get to, wouldn't be so kicked out, and you can climb and 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 become and keep that the daring aspects of your yeah. art, and keep yeah. the daring aspects of what it is you're trying to express.
1: Do you find that some of these middle class artists are afraid to take on big radio, in that chance that they have a song that is popular on radio that it could, there could be some kind of retribution. Do you, is that conversation happening? And what do you think about that?
2: I think right now, I think, I think with the vast majority of independent musicians, middle-class musicians, I don't think that that's so prevalent, but I do think that when <laughs> a band or an artist gets a major label deal, that's when things tend to change. And, you know, understandably, right? If you're trying to get ads at radio stations this would be a tough issue to walk in there and talk about. Mm-hmm. I do see it from an independent standpoint, and from a, a middle class standpoint, much more when it comes to streaming and Spotify specifically. We're doing this interview right around the time Spotify starts doing their Spotify Wrapped stuff mm-hmm. yeah. today. Yep. it's very, it's very, um, you know, which is really painful for a lot of us because for a lot of us, it feels like propaganda on how we're not getting paid. You got, you got. Forty-one, You got 41,000 streams, which is two pennies, um, but you're going to brag about it. Everyone starts bragging about their statistics, but they're not talking about the fact that basically they're monetizing your music for next to nothing. So when it comes to Spotify, because of the playlisting um, ecosystem, I think that you do see that. I, I see that a lot um, when it comes to independent music and, and middle-class musicians, I think making... Um, more daring, more interesting, frankly, and more controversial uh, industry statements um, about radio, for example. I think that gets harder and harder once you get further and further into the major label ecosystem. That that would be my take on it. Yeah, which hasn't yeah. stopped Eric Clapton from talking about the no of the vaccine well, of course not.
1: I love your argument about the financial part of it, because I I can hear it already. These stations and their representatives saying, well, you're going to put us out of business. And the fact of the matter is, from what you describe, it's not going to put anybody out of business.
2: No, musicians are the ones being put out of business. And we know this to be true, because there are 80 percent fewer professional songwriters in Nashville than there were 10 years ago the Bureau, the Department of uh, Labor Statistics tells us that there are 46% fewer professional musicians in the United States of America than there were 10 years ago. And I gotta tell you, um, you know, I, I I dislike paying taxes as much as the next person, but I'm also proud to pay my taxes in this country because it pays for police and fire sure. people and traffic lights and the highway, yeah. the stuff we need. And every year on my tax return, you know, I actually even just get emotional now talking about it. But on my tax return, it says occupation, and right next to it, I get to put musician. That's, that's pretty what cool. I wanted, that's I was pretty five cool. years old, and that's what I get to do now: occupation, musician, and it really, it really matters. And you should be uh, <laughs> fairly
1: paid for your work, just like yeah. I'm fairly paid by my clients. And the guy who's the garbage man picking up the cans, he's right. he's paid for his work. Carpenters you should be paid should be for that. that for work right? bus
2: drivers should be paid for their work. Everyone should Absolutely. be paid fairly for their work. And 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 uh, it's it, it. What what could be more uh, a more understandable bedrock American value than folks getting paid for. I,
1: I couldn't agree with you more. So uh, hashtag, I respect music, yep. tell people where they can learn more. I mean, you, you talked about, I respect the petition, um, the American music fairness act. Um, where can people learn more about you as well? And I did want to touch uh, on your music. I, I absolutely love your music. I hadn't heard of you Thank before you. I read that article. I'm a big fan of what I call power pop. And I'm sure you hear that term from time to time. And all it means is that you were influenced by melodic bands like the Beatles. It's not a, Got it. it's not a slam. That's all it is. You are you, oh, melody conscious yeah man uh,
2: i'm so, glad you up on that i'm glad you like the new single i do have a new single out so down so below good. or above it's it's you can listen to it anywhere um and this heavy a-
1: rotation right here in my office
2: right on that's cool we gotta <laughs> make we got sure a- you pay video. him jay
0: uh, <laughs> we, got
2: a- <laughs> check. we got cool we got a uh, we got a music video coming out for that uh, in the next couple of weeks oh cool and-, and you can go to blakemorgan.com for anything and everything, uh, you can connect with me there. I'm on all the socials at the Blake Morgan and, um, and yeah, go to irrespectmusic.org to sign that petition. Blake, 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 yeah,
0: keep fighting this. And as things change and as there's updates, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to have you back on and, and talk about how this is progressing.
1: Yeah. And anytime you write anything, Blake, make sure you shoot it to me. I'll, I'll send it out to my 15,000 subscribers. You know, it's not a million people, but every bit counts and we, we all have to write.
2: Action. Every bit absolutely counts. I'm so happy to connect with you guys and to be, uh, to be on the show. And uh, I really appreciate what you are doing on your show all the time. Again, education and getting people plugged into these issues and, and the, you know, the, the, the load bearing issues for musicians on so many fronts. And, you know, you guys really help, help, Help our entire community doing that. So I really thank you, brother. It. Thank Keep you up, so uh, much. Good work, Blake. man. Cheers.
0: Discmakers.com. Use code freebiz for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value. Love that conversation. Man. And, and I mean, he's right. On the money when he says so many people have no idea that radio doesn't pay right the artist, yeah. the artist people
1: in the US in the when US, they do in almost every other developed nation on the planet. Well, as he said, there's only the there's
0: only four countries in the world, <laughs> right? US, Iran, Korea, Korea, yeah. Korea, and China that do yeah. not pay the artist
1: when their music is played on the radio yeah well it sounds like i'm so encouraged by this conversation because i really feel like there is momentum and i would highly encourage all of our listeners to go to irrespectmusic.org just they've got a template there for you this petition just sign it get it to uh your member of congress and let's let's band together and get this thing done yeah i
0: mean as as a musician as an artist You've got an audience, regardless of how small it might be, of fans that you can talk to about this. You can educate them that, you know what, we're not getting paid when this happens on the radio. And and I think part of what has to happen here is not only educating the musicians about this issue, but you got to educate these fans. You know, again, they are just they don't understand the business, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they're, they're, it's not for them to understand the and business. It's a
1: complicated business,
0: but I think when when they under when you do educate them on some of this stuff, it opens their eyes. I firmly believe that fans want to support their favorite
1: artists. Well, I one hundred percent agree, and if you look at places like even Tencent in China, right that the big DSP there, only a third of their revenue is from streaming. The rest is from things like tipping, for example. And in other territories, tipping is very common and it's culturally, you know, it's part of what they do. Instead of our artists here in the United States begging for tips, they should just be fairly remunerated for their work. Their work being used. Yeah. That, that 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 that's it
0: it's like they Who created this agree
1: with that they created than... this
0: pre piece of work and a radio station can go take it again without permission and just start playing it and not pay you anything but they can generate millions billions of dollars of ad revenue around this and not pay for that because guess what if you took that music away from them they wouldn't have a business they, they don't have a business there's no business there, period. So, you know, talk to your fans about this as well. Make them aware of this. This isn't you begging for money. This is you saying, hey, look at the world we're living in. Just and the fairness. laws need to be changed, and it needs yeah. to be fair so I get paid Total for fairness. my work. So, yeah, go check out all the websites that that Blake mentioned and do what you can to, yeah. to make a little noise. Share Share this episode so other people hear about this. Um it's it's only fair. I mean, we want our musicians to be able to get paid because guess what? If they get paid, they'll create another album, they'll tour another year, they'll release another DVD. There'll be more creators. It's the only way creativity continues to happen is if there's money for them to use in that process of creation. only fair. Yep. So uh before we wrap up, thank you to Bruce and Hypebot and Bands you, in Bruce. Town and of course our sponsors, bandzoogle.com and discmakers.com. Thank you so much. And if you are watching or listening on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on iTunes. And just a little teaser. It won't be long, but we'll be up on vivo. At some point here as well, we're working Nicely it out done, to get to get distribution on VIVO as well. Nice. Um, so that's it, Music Biz Weekly podcast. We'll see everybody next week.